we really like subconsciously shut off our eye to half the information. We choose now that we don't want to see any bearish information because we're in a buy and we want to be right and we want to take profit. But we can't do that. We have to keep our eyes open. We have to have the full perspective. We have to be allowing all knowledge to come into us because as each candle paints, a new story is written. And as each candle has a big wick, a new bit of information is given to us. And we have to keep taking these in during our trade and not just go, oh, we're in a trade. Cool. It's going to go up to here like forever. And then I'll get out at a hundred and something points. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Trading Tuesday. Hope you had a good start to the week yesterday. I had a very good day yesterday and a very sluggish morning this morning, but I'm very grateful that I have the ability to do so. So this morning I was looking at a few of Jordan Peterson's uh, little shorts on YouTube and I've got to say I'm so grateful for my pursuit in something more, shall we say. I'm extremely grateful for wanting to educate myself in financial um, financial areas that are going to better myself and my son and whatever other children I may have and their futures. And I'm extremely grateful for finding a community of people who are also on the same kind of journey. Um, I was just talking to a few friends over the weekend and it really seems like since I've left, nothing much has changed, which isn't a bad thing at all. I, people love their routine and some of my friends are quite successful um, doing what they're doing. but I'm very happy, shall we say, that I went off the beat path and that I'm educating myself in a way that um, just wasn't really taught in schools, wasn't really taught by most of my friends and family, and really does show potential for giving such a big leg up in this world and a big push forward above other people. <clears throat> I mean, Jordan Peterson was talking about the world and how everything's becoming more expensive and how commodities and others are becoming more scarce and shelter and the necessities that we have as humans are also becoming more and more scarce. And it's harder for us to obtain and maintain these luxury lives that uh, most of us on this call particularly are living. And it's really important not to take that for granted and really appreciate the things that we do have, you know, because not anyone, not everyone's like us. And moving to Germany, um, there's a lot of refugees here who are really struggling to make it. 
um, to keep afloat. And um, yeah, it's quite eye-opening. You know, the one thing I love about traveling is cultural differences, cultural shocks. You know, if you've ever been to some of the poorer countries in Asia or Africa or even Central America or South America. I haven't been to South America yet, but it's on the bucket list, but I have heard they're similar to some of the poorer countries in Central America and even some of the suburbs and places in America, um, in the United States, you know, you start to realize that a lot of people are really just making it day by day. Um, and it shouldn't be the way it is, but it is. And some people like myself are very, very fortunate in the places we were born and the lessons we were taught and the, uh, ability to seek out further education and seek out something greater so the morning i'm very this morning i'm very very grateful for the cards i've been dealt and the path that i've chosen and um what is to come you know i'm only just turned 30 and well a few months ago now and i feel like the life experience and the lessons i've learned and the stuff that i have under my belt of knowledge is extremely vast compared to a lot of people and purely because of situations I've been in. And like I said, the, the path that I've chosen. So I'm extremely grateful for, for that. So if you could chuck in the chat, some gratitude for this morning, show us how your weekend was, you know, maybe how the start of your week was any gratitude you have this morning. Good. Thanks for asking in the chat. Sorry. I didn't read that till just then. Good morning. Good morning. To, yes. I like Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Grateful for the strength to not take on others' opinions of how they perceive me. I love that. It's a very great start to our gratitude. Not taking on others' opinions of how they perceive me. And I love your verbiage there as well, because this is based straight off what we we're talking about yesterday. Life is about perception, perspective, and the perception that you have in a given situation based on the knowledge you have about the circumstances. So the fact that you are able and have the strength to not take on others' opinions is fantastic because usually some people usually others have opinions on us relative to the information they know about us relative to the circumstance they believe to be true and if you remember the visual i showed you yesterday you know true true and the truth um it's often blows my mind how much people get affected by single comments from one person um, and i'm guilty of like guilty as fuck of this as well one person says one thing and it triggers me in such a way that my emotions run rampant and I just get so upset and so broke down and like my whole world falls to pieces just because of one comment from one random person who knows fuck all about my situation. And it's been a learning curve and I've, I've come a long way on this, but just the ability to understand that life's about, you know, life's about perspective. There are so many different angles to every situation. And most of the time when someone is, giving their opinion about you it's usually them actually offsetting the way they feel about themselves and taking it out on you they might see a characteristic trait or a personality trait or something you did um, that they hold a strong value to or belief to based on the way they would have behaved or the way they got brought up and so so often when we take people's opinions on our shoulders and let it affect us, we're really just taking on someone else's personal issues. It's a crazy concept to get your head around, but this is the, the same. I think I used this quote a couple of times this last couple of weeks, but if I buy you a present 
and you refuse to take it, who does the present belong to? If I present you with anger or an opinion, and you refuse to take it, who does that anger or opinion, curbing it a little bit here, belong to? Right, and having that strength to just brush that off, it's a hard thing. Like, don't get me wrong, people can say stuff and it gets to you so quickly and easily. It's just human instinct. It's who we are. It's the way we respond. But the ability to grow that strength and shift that, um, shift that pain or shift that comment completely off your shoulders is so powerful. So congratulations, well done. That's a really good, good strength to build. First gratitude in. Got distracted quite heavily there, but on we go. Good morning. Good morning, Jake and all. So grateful to be here today for another call and more learning. Grateful for the ability to learn trading. This is yes. On that note, I'm grateful my parent left Holland after the war to give us a great life. Yes. I think a lot of people, um, you know, have grandparents or parents who were in really hard circumstances and made drastic change to provide a really good life for the rest of their um for the rest of the family tree and i like to think that you know it only takes one person in the bloodline to make drastic changes to shift the future of that entire family tree and i like to think that that's what i'm doing here that's what we're doing here um reaching out and learning some skills that could hopefully change the financial state of our family for generations to come I'm grateful for a great night's sleep and my body's ability to heal. Nice. I had a rough night's sleep, so I'm a little bit jealous of that one, but I am also grateful for the few hours I did get. There's a midday nap, actually, because I got very little during the night, thanks to my little man, but my beautiful fiance was able to keep him at bay while I got a couple of hours earlier, so I'm extremely grateful for that. I, too, am grateful for the educational opportunities I have had, both formal and informal. Yeah. Self-love is our greatest gift, which allows us to not take on other negative vibration. I couldn't agree more. If this, again, this is what I was talking about last week, our relationship with self. If we have such a strong relationship with ourselves, other people's comments, other people's negative vibrations, they just bounce off and ricochet. Like they, they, don't, they don't affect us. And if we can just keep filling up our cup with positivity, eventually their negative thoughts will be just, and negative vibrations will just be drowned out by our positive vibrations and our positive energies. And so this is why relationship with self and self-love is so important, right? And um, yeah, that ability just to have that respect for you to such a high level that you know when other people's comments aren't true and you know when it's just them being frustrated at themselves. And it's such an empowering feeling when people attack you directly. And I've had this, the more you go in a financial status, in a social status on social media or any other sorts, you will have people attack you. You will have people have their comments. Everyone has to have their opinion. And it's a very empowering place where you can take that and go, man, I feel so sorry for you. Like You really have some issues going on that you have nothing better to do than take them out on me personally. And for that, I will just be, you know, your soundboard, go for it. Just have a way because you clearly need an outlet. And I'm more than happy with who I am to allow you to just say whatever you want. And when you can get to that stage, it's a really good feeling. Sometimes happening with a bit of a chuckle under my breath. I'm grateful for the choices I'm making to look after myself every day by eating healthy food, having positive mind, and taking the steps to learn and grow in my trading journey. Yeah, very good. I'm grateful to be able to work from home and spend my days being productive in many ways and stay in my happy place. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 
it's catch 22 really being able to um work from home because it is a luxury but i sometimes find myself just getting nestled away in my own little world of the corner of my house um, i'm in germany obviously so i don't speak the language but i'm not really getting out much to try and learn to try and push myself and the ability to, to work from home means i don't really have to leave for much i've got my baby boy i've got my job i've got my friends online um the weather's pretty cold and shitty so it's not that great to go out and play like social sports so it can be a bit of a catch-22 but i do love it i'll just quote from jay shetty i had to read a few times to really grasp it Cooley quotes as heard in jay shetty video and more i am not not what i think i am i am not what you think i am i am what you think you think i am let me rephrase that i am not what i think i am i am not what you think i am I am what I think you think I am. And it's quite interesting. This is a bit of a tongue twister. But really, it's not about someone's perception of you, but how you think others perceive you, shall we say. And so this is similar to the, the um, quote that I like, where it's not about what I say, but it's about what you hear. Because you can say whatever you want verbally, but tonality um, attitude the emotion behind it changes the complete phrase that you're trying to or message that you're trying to portray and i often have this especially if you know you're talking to a close friend or a partner or a sibling and you say something kind of with a snide remark like in a snide comment and what you're saying is genuine but really like they know you so well that you're really just being shitty and it's the same sort of thing where it's not about what i say exactly but how i say it and how you hear it or how you take it on and so i really like that i am not what i think i am i'm not what you think i am i am what i think you think i am <laughs> yeah i like that i'm gonna write that down here's one of his videos yeah jay shetty's got a lot of good stuff um i'll save that for later and have a look at that all right so Thank you very much for sharing the gratitude. I actually really liked this morning. Um, I opened my mind up and it was kind of on base on a lot of the things that I was discussing um, with my partner over the weekend and a couple of videos I was watching. So it was quite easy for me to really take a lot away from the gratitude that we shared this morning. So thank you everyone who got involved. I really appreciate it. It makes these course so much better. There's a couple of times where um, people have shared stuff in the chat and I've actually spent the whole session just discussing concepts that we've brought up in in the chat um, which i really really love doing more of an open conversation rather than me kind of lecturing <laughs> people or sharing um so please get involved please share whatever you can because there's going to be many more episodes of this where i can share many more lessons that i've learned but today moving on we are talking about perception and perspective I just went completely blank there. We are talking about perception and perspective and points of view. And I think this is really important when discussing the charts. Okay. So this is Trading Tuesday, and I like to get more of the mindset onto trading. And this is a really important thing that I kind of learnt um, too slowly, shall we say. And it's that idea of really getting the whole picture. You may have heard when in doubt, zoom out. You may have um, 
heard people say, look for reasons not to take the trade rather than reasons to take a trade. And I want to actually share my screen here. And I would like to um, give you a bit of an example. It's going to take some participation. Oh, sorry. Right. Let's have a look. Where is my this one and this one? Okay, so can someone just let me know if they can see my screen? Anybody, can you see my screen with my chart? Yep, we can see it, perfect. Okay, so this is going to involve a little bit of participation, but um, I'm going to base this off our trading. So those who um, are trading with us, with Teresa, hopefully we'll be able to get involved, but... On the chart, on the screen, I have it's referred to as a naked chart. Now we often take um, engulfing candles, and here we can see we've got a bit of a bullish engulfing candle, another bullish engulfing candle, and then we've just had a third bullish engulfing candle, all creating higher highs. Now, could someone tell me if they think this is a good trade to enter, just based on the fact that we like a bullish engulfing candle as our entry, and um, we can see that we've had higher highs, setting an uptrend. Anyone have an opinion on whether or not this is a good trade to take? Not enough information. Yep, very good. But based on this information, what would you say? Possibly. No, not the right time of day. Well, actually, this is London Open, so depending on where you're from, it's a really good time of day. <laughs> um, but I've got a different time on my thing, so it, I've got... Eastern Standard Time, but this is actually the London Open Time. So uh, I, that's a good good observation there, Michelle. No, it's not broken previous high. Yeah, so it hasn't broken previous high. Then what if we move? Okay, so what about this one? So now we have broke the previous high. We've got another bullish engulfing candle. Can anyone have an opinion on this? doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. It's really just to get an understanding. Like I'm not trying to catch you or trick you here. It's purely just to get an understanding of the concept that I'm trying to share. Too late to enter for me. Take it. Okay. Yeah, so straight off the bat, this to me is a beautiful trade. We've had previous higher highs. We've had a bullish engulfing candle, then a second bullish engulfing candle, breaking previous structure with nothing to the left willing to stop it like this looks like almost a i would say you know like a eight out of ten trade for me i really like the fact that we've had this break this bullish engulfing followed by another bullish engulfing breaking high okay but as obviously you'll see in a second it starts to go sideways right and the key here obviously was that we didn't have enough information so if we zoom out let's have a zoom out unfortunately we can see also that you know we've made these previous highs, these previous lows, higher high, higher low, slightly lower low, but then higher, higher low, higher high, higher low, sorry, and then another higher low. So really, this is trending quite nicely. We've had this break up, break of this structure, and we could be off for a nice little run here. Yes, maybe waiting for a pullback on this candle, but what if we add our lovely TDI? So our second frame. So remember how I said yesterday that it's all about perspective. And usually when I was talking about that subconscious paradigm shift, 
when I was telling those stories, there was one line, one bit of information, and all of a sudden, our entire world changed, right? Everything we knew about that situation was shifted in that moment, and it gave us a whole another perspective on whether or not we would take that trade. I mean, whether or not um, uh, how we viewed that uh, situation, sorry. So this is kind of what I'm trying to, to get you to understand here is that many a time we'll have a situation where it is actually straight off the bat, really nice. If you're looking just for entries, if you are just looking, like I said, for reasons to enter, then getting a bullish engulfing, followed by another bullish engulfing with previous highs being higher. Where'd it go? No, it's there. Um, is actually a really good way. Is actually a really good entry. Sorry. So we've, we've had a nice uptrending market. Now we've broken the TDI here, which we can see now by adding this. So this last candle, the first one that I suggested, yes, it didn't break structure, but we had the TDI shift. And now we pushed up. We are getting a little bit close to the 60%. So we have a little bit more information. Uh, but still could possibly break the 60, could go on for another run. But then what if we add the EMAs that we use all the time? Oh, so as we could see here, I think this was the one we're looking at. We've got EMAs crashing right in the way on the first one. So this isn't the best opportunity. And then we've got the bigger picture, which has the 60% right at the top. And so as we start to pull extra bits of information, we gain extra knowledge. We start to find reasons why not to take this trade. Correct? Let me know if that's making sense in the chat. Yep, 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 yep. Yepers. Okay, good. Sure is. Great. So the idea here is that we got to look for the we got to look at the bigger picture. Okay. So originally off a naked chart, this might be looking like a good entry. Or even here, we've got bullish engulfing entries. But as we start to add the information, we've got EMAs cutting through, another EMA cutting through which could act as a rejection. And the 60% here, we realize that it's actually in a downtrend. Oh, actually, this is, beg my pardon. This is actually shifting into an uptrend here. So excuse that last comment. My point is there's a lot more to the, to the picture once we zoom out that tells us, okay, on this current chart, we maybe, maybe don't want to take that. But not only that, let's zoom out even more. Let's actually look for higher timeframes for confluence. So if we go back to the 3 a.m. Where's price? Let me move my face so I can find out where price is. Okay. Three o'clock. Okay, so as we look at the higher time frame, basically we're in a real big downtrend. We've bounced off here, we pull back to the EMA and we may have just overshot a little bit completely sending us into a lull, into a false buy, and then it's come back down with a trend and completely turned around on us. And it's continued down with the trend pretty much for the entirety of the, the following or day or whenever this was. So as you can see, as we zoom out, let's look at the 15 minute. What was the 15 minute telling us at three o'clock? I don't think that's the same one. Fifteen minute was okay. I definitely don't think that was the same one. 
think it was. Three o'clock. Yeah. 15 minute had sort of pulled back up. Again, we bounced. We pulled back up. We had pushed itself up a little bit. And the aqua was coming back down. We could have found a bounce. But as you can see, we ended up turning around. We're also kind of getting up to the 60% level on the 15 minute as well, a little bit far away. So we could have had a little bit more room to go. But as you can see, my point here is as you move, move out, zoom out and look at other bits of information, you find out reasons that this actually may not be the best trade to be making. You know, there's another level of structure right here on the 15 minute from previous. I move this down. You know, there's another level of structure here that we had some resistance and it kind of went up and tagged that as well. So entering here, where on the higher time, on the lower time frames, we've got higher EMAs, plus we've got different levels of structure. There's a lot more information now to change our perspective on this current situation. Now, this was just one moment in time that I grabbed. Um, and I'm sure if you go through this process again, you'll be able to find the same sort of concept. Starting at a point and being very blank with it, so looking for reasons to buy or to sell on a naked chart. And then this is why we have a TDI to give us more information. This is why we have EMAs that we use to give us more information. And it's no point having all this stuff on your chart if you just go, there's a bullish and golf, bearish engulfing. I mean, I mean, this was actually a really good sell. So that's a bad example, but you know what I mean? There's going to be bullish engulfing candles right here. Bullish engulfing. Let's jump in. I mean, it had a TDI shift, so that's good, right? Well, no, because we've got higher EMAs coming into it right in front of us. We have to look at all the other factors so we can get all the knowledge so we can have a full, I can't say have the full truth because there's always going to be bits of information that it's hard for us to see, especially if we're scalping on the one minute, but gaining as much as we can so that we can find the highest probability of getting into a successful trade. Now on that, we often form a bias. So let's say that we get in, I'm going to use 230. Let's go into the one minute. So if I go down to the one minute time frame and we look at 230 and we look at getting into a trade somewhere here, I mean, it didn't turn around till after that. Let's say here we get into this trade. Okay. Is actually not too bad. We've got a bullish engulfing right off the um, EMA here in an uptrend. And so, say we jump into a buy right here. What often happens as well, and this is where lots of people get trapped. I'm sure you may have chucked some ones in the chat if you've been guilty of having a trade turn around on you and giving you a bunch of exits and you hold on to it. And then it hits your stop loss. Yep. One, one, one. Yeah. Okay. I think everyone has. <laughs> I know I definitely have multiple times. And just reading on the chat here, I have a lot of work to do as I often see those reasons and yet still choose to get in the trade. Ah, yeah. Well, I've done the same. And that's the thing. Like once you start seeing that, you're like, this is a good entry. Let's ignore all the other reasons why I shouldn't. Then you're just going to get eaten alive and you're going to, it's going to hurt your finances, talking from experience. I like the concept of start 
starting with the naked chart and adding to it. It helps delineate what each signal tells us we add them in. Yeah, it does. And it, there's a reason we use them all. And there's a reason we have these things on our chart. And it's pointless if we just trade bearish and bullish like price action candles without actually taking. There's no point in having all these indicators or all these EMAs on there if we're not actually going to trade using them. We may as well just trade the naked chart. So yes, we've had a bunch of people who have jumped into a trade and held on too long. Right. And this is exactly why, because we get into this bias. We get into, what's it called again? Um, I'm just going to say, we get into this bias where, okay, we've got a bullish engulfing here. We like this trade. Now, technically as scalpers, you could have taken your scalp on here. Would have been fine. Probably would have actually got wicked out of this candle. But if we're ignoring this wick that would have taken out our stop loss, we have a bullish engulfing candle. Then we have it move up. We have a bearish engulfing candle which actually pushes off the aqua. And then we got a really huge push down, which would have taken us out. But regardless, we then get this bullish engulfing. So we're like, yes, we're in a good trade. Then we get this huge wick on the top side. Now, this is a very clear sign that sellers are strong here. It's wicked off an EMA and turned back around. But at this point, you're like, I'm in profit. Let's just ignore that wick. Let's hold on. Then you get a bearish engulfing. and Quite frankly, this is actually a really good sign um, that we're heading down. We've broken the it, we've broken the aqua. We've come back up, retested. We've got a bearish engulfing off the aqua. We could easily be pushing back down to at least these EMAs and possibly further. But at this point in time, you don't know that. You think it could just come down to one of these EMAs. So you take the bearish engulfing, and then there's a really big wick down, but you want to hold on because you're in a buy, right? Let alone the fact that you're ignoring these higher highs here, higher high, lower high. Lower, low, lower high. And so it's really cutting to get, I'm sure it's a downtrend, but you stick in because you're biased to a buy. And then you get another big bearish engulfing closing below this next EMA and kind of closing below these lows. But you're like, oh, no, I'm in a buy. This is just pulling back and creating the second leg of a W. You start to justify every bullish move, every bearish move as a possible reason for a bullish move to be happening. And then what happens, it pushes up a little bit. So you're like, yeah, I'm still in. And then it closes bearish and then closes below next EMA and then just completely collapses on you. And if you don't have a stop loss in, it's pulled all the way down here. And then you see another bullish engulfing. You're like, oh, here we go. It's just going to bounce here off this low. Move sideways for a bit. You think another bullish engulfing, another bullish engulfing. It's going to turn back around and take go with my trend. And then pushes down a little bit further. Oh, big push up. We're definitely going to head back here. This was the low. We get a TDI shift. Great. And then what happens? It just collapses. And if you don't have stop loss, you don't have proper risk management, you're sitting all the way down here in a huge loss. Hope and prayers, not fun in trading. Exactly. This is hope trading. This is setting the bias. This is getting into a bias when you're in a trade. And it's really, really detrimental. We have to be able to shift this bias and shut it off. And so what happens is when we're in a buy here, we really like subconsciously shut off our eye to half the information. We choose now that we don't want to see any bearish information because we're in a buy and we want to be right and we want to take profit. But we can't do that. We have to keep our eyes open. We have to have the full perspective. We have to be allowing all knowledge to come into us because as each candle paints, a new story is written. And as each candle has a big wick, a new bit of information is given to us. And we have to keep taking these in during our trade and not just go, 
oh, we're in a trade, cool, it's going to go up to here like forever and then I'll get out at 100 and something points. But we have to be self-analyzing and make sure that does it set meet any of our exits? Has it done anything that we know is a reason to get out? Like KC exits, LC exits, any of the above. Now this one couldn't do an LC exit, but we did sort of get it. Uh, didn't even really shift on the EMAs. So, you know, if anything, this would kind of be showing KC, but we have to keep all of our mind and information open to new information because it's always changing. It's all about the perspective of what you see as the full bigger picture. So when in doubt, zoom out, get all the information. Cause so many times I've seen, and I've been guilty of this too, looking at a chart like this. Great. Here we are. I've got this singular pattern right here. A W, I mean, it's invalid, but we're using this as an example. Bullish engulfing, perfect, I'm jumping in. And this is what we see. And then as this paints, you think you're right. Oh, it's going to go back up. And then you get this, you ignore. And then you get this that you ignore, thinking it's going to be a W. And then it just goes off. But zooming out, grabbing more information and you know, allowing yourself to see the full story is going to change so much about how you enter trades and how you manage trades. And these are the two, two of the three major factors of trading. So there's a bit more I wanted to talk on with this, but we're running out of time today. So I will try and touch on, based with this, on a more of a macro scale and the emotions we have for individual sessions rather than individual trades. Um, but hopefully you got an idea of how important it is to find perspective on the charts as well. Not just look for entries, but look for so many reasons not to enter a trade and really try and get the whole picture Use the things we use on the charts. Use the EMAs. Use the higher timeframes for confluence. Use the TDI. Like Get into a habit of looking down. The TDI does not lie. So when you think you're about to enter a chart, look down. Look down. Check the TDI. Where are you? Look to the next timeframe. If you've got two screens open, if you're watching someone else with different timeframes, check those timeframes. Look for confluence because they're going to tell you more information of the same story. And that will hopefully give you a better educated um, reason to enter or not enter. All right. I've definitely went over a bit of time. So I'm going to let us all jump over to our trading call. And hopefully you got some stuff that is useful to you and you can um, put it into action right now. So to our traders, love you all. I'll see you on the next call. And to those listening on the podcast and who are not traders, also love you all. And I will speak to you tomorrow. But for now, I'll call it wraps. Okay. Bye. I can figure out. There we are.